here. Welcome to the Let's Unclutter It podcast, where we will discuss simple solutions for getting different aspects of your home and life organized. I spend most of my free time on Instagram, where you can follow me at Unclutter It, but will occasionally post here when I have the time and energy. So you have an ongoing resource for uncluttering your world. Let's get organized. This week, I want to talk to you about your laundry room and your laundry routines. I see a lot of homes with a lot of clothes all over the place, laundry rooms a mess. So I have a couple tips for you today that I would like to share. In this world, nothing is certain in life except death taxes, and never-ending piles of laundry. Am I right? (laughs) Regardless of whether you live alone or you have a family of 10, there are always clothes that need to be laundered and put away, if you get to that part. As an organizer helping busy families get their laundry rooms under control, I have noticed a certain phenomenon. People have a tendency to overcomplicate their laundry routines. So I want to talk about that. Most people I talk to end up doing laundry just like their parents did laundry. And they probably do laundry just like their parents did laundry. Although hopefully with a more energy efficient machine that takes super long to do. But anyway, that's another topic for another day. We're taught to sort laundry by color and textures, and that weekends are best for getting the laundry done, and that delicate clothes need to be ironed and then hung promptly. All of these rules provide already overworked families with even more responsibilities that just prevent them from getting the job done. In my observations, in my own home and other people's homes, there's really no wrong way to do the laundry Unless the system that you have in place guarantees that you never see the bottom of your basket. How you choose to accomplish this common household task is up to you and your family. If you're struggling to stay on top of your laundry mountains, though, determine the problem that's holding you back from finishing the job. Perhaps if you're constantly behind on getting laundry done because of the added step of separating colors that your grandma or your mom told you have to be done, why don't you just try tossing all the clothes together? All the colors, all the whites, and just see what happens. It's okay. Calm down. Times have changed since older generations were taught to launder their dirty clothes. New technology exists that creates more eco-friendly dyes that don't bleed all over the clothes. And so you can put all of your colored clothes and new white shirts together to be washed. Maybe not a bright red new shirt and a bright white new shirt, okay? But generally, you can mix them together and there's no problem. The natural dyes that they use today are not as toxic, but if you're still apprehensive about not separating your colors before you wash, there are products on the market that you can just throw in with, with the wash, such as dye color catching sheets, that will act as a sponge and they absorb excess color and protect all of your rainbow clothes. I've never used them. I just throw all of mine together. I've never had a problem with it. I don't care. 
But if you do, there are products on the market that help you save time and energy when washing your clothes. Don't let the added step of sorting cause you to get behind on your laundry day. When your pile of laundry is steeper to climb than Mount Everest, it's time to reassess why you can't keep up. Maybe it's the sorting. Perhaps, though, there are clothes you hesitate to wash because they wrinkle quickly. Now, there are several solutions here. You can create a separate bin in your closet or laundry room for delicate clothes and periodically just take them to the dry cleaners. That'll solve that problem real quick. You can also just try hanging your clothes immediately after you take them out of the dryer. That usually works just fine. If ironing is not your strong suit, I I was going to say I don't own an iron, but I do, but for craft purposes only. Um, if you don't like ironing, just try a wrinkle releaser spray. You can find this product in grocery stores or do a quick internet search to make your own natural version. Downy Wrinkle Releaser has been successfully helping me avoid ironing for years. I love this stuff. Or you could just simply stop buying clothes that require extra care, especially if you're a busy mom who has time for that. You can also get rid of seasonal clothing you never wear, delicate clothes that you are afraid to wash, and wrinkly dresses that no amount of ironing could tame. Eliminating these wardrobe problems will make laundry day easier because there will be less to think about and obviously fewer clothes to wear, which means fewer clothes to wash. Do you find yourself turning dirty clothes inside out before they're washed? I don't do this. If a person that's wearing the clothes can't bother to turn the clothes right side out, I don't bother wasting time to correct it. You will save time and energy when you come across clothes that are turned inside out if you just wash them and put them away just how you found them. If the owner of the inside out shirt complains, you can tell him, <clears throat> my husband, to do his own right side out laundry. Several years ago, I worked for a client who had four young girls from age seven to 13. So they're all kind of close in age. And this mom was just surrounded by clothes. Like, they were everywhere. There were piles in the bedrooms, in the bathrooms, in the laundry room. Anyway, on Sundays, which was her designated laundry day, she would gather up all the stacks from all the rooms and just throw them into a massive pile. And then she would just do load after load, piles of mixed up, unsorted laundry would be washed and then deposited into clean laundry baskets. So she was mixing all of the girls clothes together, but then she was pulling out all the whites, mixing all the whites and washing just whites and then mixing all the colors and doing a load of just colors. Anyway, so they were all mixed up, but then she would sort them by color, blah, blah, blah. You see, probably see where the story is going. Anyway, from the laundry room, when the clothes are clean, these baskets would be brought into the living room and then dumped on the couch so that this mom of four could sort through all of the little mismatched socks, underwear, shirts. And because the piles came from all different rooms and belonged to many different people, the stacks of clothes took over the entire couch and often, because they're all mixed together, socks were lost in transition. Not just like the magical sock fairy taking them away. They're just, 
there, who knows where they could be? The bathroom, the bedroom, in the laundry room still, in one clean pile over here, one dirty pile. There's no telling where things were. Not only was this poor mother sorting through these piles on her supposed days of rest, then she was also having to deliver all the clean laundry to the four different rooms because they were taking over the couch. Okay, so you, obviously you can see that this system is not working out, but sometimes we just do what we've always done. So as we're organizing her home, she's explaining the system to me, and I said, it's time for you to question your normal. So we came up with a system where each child would have her own hamper in her own room. When a hamper was full, that's when it's time to be washed. It doesn't matter if it's a Sunday. What mattered was that it was time for the laundry to be done. So while the girls were at school on a Wednesday or a Thursday or whenever, their laundry would be systematically washed. So no longer was this mother sorting and separating four different children's clothing into mixed up piles of lights and darks on a Sunday, but she was just simply throwing an uncomplicated load of laundry in to be cleaned on whatever day it was filled, the basket. Now, once the piles were freshly laundered, they were deposited back into the baskets and delivered into each girl's room. And then the laundry was dumped on each girl's bed. And now this is a task for each girl to complete when she comes home from school. That sounds a little harsh, but at a certain point in a child's life, he or she must take some control over what is rightfully their responsibility, not yours. Eventually, it has to be theirs. You're teaching them how to be an adult. Eventually, you don't want to do everything for them. This mom was overwhelmed with all the laundry, and it was now time to delegate one of her most undesirable tasks to her children. Makes sense, right? This not only fostered independence, but cut down on laundry altogether because, I don't know if you have girls, I do, but when you put your kid in charge of their own laundry, they no longer want to discard 17 perfectly acceptable but different outfits on the floor each morning because they know that they're responsible for putting them back. Someone's not going to clean up after them. So it makes them more aware of their surroundings, puts them in charge of their own lives, which is a very good thing. At another job, I helped a mother of two middle school age children create a laundry system that would work best for their family because not every system is going to work the same for every family. You have to figure out what works best for you. So anyway, this particular family, they lived in a very small older home with a laundry chute that started in the bathroom upstairs and ended in the basement. Um, these are pretty common in old homes, especially around this area, I guess. I don't know if that's a thing anymore, but you throw it into the chute in the bathroom, it goes down to the basement. So because every family member was shoving their dirty clothes through the bathroom chute, laundry was ending up in a big mixed up pile down in the basement, all mixed up together. So we reassessed the space to see if there would be room in the bedrooms for each family member to have their own hamper. Because like the last family we talked about, that would make sense so that everybody could have their own pile to do on a separate day but space was pretty tight in the house it was crammed up there also the family had been operating with this system for years 
And the mom, you know your families, she knew an old habit would die hard. So we came up with a system where instead of taking the random piles of clean laundry back upstairs, we just created a folding table in the basement, used some shelving units, some metal wire shelving units, and then labeled baskets to create a sorting station in the basement. So we don't have to bring them upstairs anymore. We're sorting them downstairs because that's where the clean laundry is anyway. So when the clean laundry came out, whoever ran that load of laundry would be responsible for sorting all the clean clothes into each family member's downstairs basket. So they're still all mixed up, but when you pull the laundry out and it's clean, we just, boom, sort it by mom, dad, brother, sister, real quick because you can only have so much in one load. But you don't have to take it upstairs. You don't have to sort it in your everyday space. You just throw it into these baskets where the laundry comes out. Okay, so anyone who was concerned about wrinkly clothes would have to make sure that they did their own laundry, fold it, and bring it upstairs to be put away upstairs. Maybe that sounds a little complicated for you, but this family came up with a unique system that worked for them and allowed them to take control of their laundry room clutter. And that's the whole point. There are lots of tips for keeping your laundry room organized and your accumulation of dirty laundry at a minimum. If you have a space, place a hamper in each bedroom so every member of the house has a definite place to store their dirty laundry. And then only do laundry when the hamper is full. We talked about that. Not having to sort different people's clean clothes into various rooms throughout the house will save you time and energy. So I only do my clothes together. I only do John's clothes together. I only do Briella's clothes together. I only do towels together. That works for us. If that doesn't work for you, throw dirty clothes into the washing machine as they accumulate and then run the machine when it's full every day. Now, this solution might work best for families with maybe new babies or toddlers who dirty clothes like it's their job. <laughs> if you're struggling to keep up with the laundry, see if your washing machine has a timer that would allow you to run a load in the early morning hours while you're sleeping. And then when you wake up, cycle's done. You can throw the clean clothes in the dryer before breakfast. And then your goal, obviously, would be to fold the clean clothes before you get to bed, or at least before the end of the week. But the point is that you're making it a habit to just get it done. If there's room, you can add additional standalone shelving or build some shelves above the washing machine to hold baskets of laundry and supplies to eliminate clutter. So check out your laundry room. Is there some way you can use the vertical space to add baskets or containers to keep what you have in there organized? Having constant piles of laundry can be stressful, but the room where you do it doesn't have to be. Some laundry rooms double as utility rooms. That would be mine. And they house items like light bulbs or extra cleaning supplies. It's not just for laundry. Make sure all of these have neatly labeled homes so everyone in the family can find what they need. So everything in my laundry utility room is labeled. I know where the light bulbs go. I know where the tools go. And everybody else does too. If they put them back, that's another story. <laughs> if there's space, create a sorting area in your laundry room with a collapsible folding table. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. Try and hang mops or brooms on the wall or behind the door to eliminate clutter on the floor. 
Anytime you can get things off the floor, it's a good idea because it just makes the room feel less cluttered. It makes it feel a little bigger too. In small homes with no room for drying racks, also mine, you can install a tension rod at the back of a bathroom shower for wet clothes to drip dry. So like a closet rod or a tension rod that you would use for a shower curtain, but have an additional one at the back of your shower. So that way you can throw wet towels or wet washcloths or whatever somewhere in the bathroom if you don't have room in the laundry room, for example. You can use an old vase or an old cup to corral loose change that inevitably falls out of pockets. So if you need a home for something in your laundry room, make it a home so it's not just going everywhere. I see that all the time, change in all the different places. Give it a home and it will go there as long as you put it there. You can also find a basket to collect rogue socks or things that nobody wears anymore or have outgrown. But when the socks don't turn up after months of not finding matches, who knows where they went, cut them in half and use them as rags. And I say cut them in half so they don't end up back in your sock drawer as a sock. When you cut it, now it's a rag. You can throw a nice patterned rug on the floor, even if it's a basement. We have a lot of Michigan basements here in Michigan, obviously, which means it's not a very nice place to hang out. It's just kind of cold and dingy and gross. But throw a rug down there, add some pictures to the wall, free up the space of lint or spiders. So you might actually want to go down there. Maybe put a little chair or something. Your laundry room is a room too. So make it functional, make it pretty, make it a little more accessible so you might actually want to go down there. Research how to open your washing machine so you can thoroughly clean the barrel. Run the cleaning cycle every other month or so to prevent buildup. Empty the fire hazard that is your lint trap before every cycle. (laughs) Make sure you have a garbage can to collect all the lint and trash so it's not ending up on the floor. I'm amazed at how many people don't have a garbage can in their laundry room. Just put a little can in there so that all of the garbage has somewhere to go. You spend a lot of time in the laundry room, so create a space that you enjoy, even if it's to do a job that you don't. Imagine if you didn't just believe things or do things, like separating light and dark laundry before washing, because that's just what you were taught. What if you were intentional about every decision you made and how it pertained not to anyone else's life, but to your own? We all have these paradigms that are influenced by people who have raised us and the experiences that we've had. But it is okay to question these rules, just as it's okay for other people to do something that's different from you. This is how we grow. This is how our habits change and our beliefs can shift. I'm not just talking about laundry right now. (laughs) We listen to the opinions of others and what works for them. And then we borrow what works for us and we can gracefully reject what doesn't. And we can do it silently in our heads. We don't have to say it out loud. Only then do your paradigms shift, allowing you to grow and become a better version of yourself surrounded by fewer loads of laundry. Doesn't that sound nice? So figure out what works best for your family. Even if your system doesn't work for anyone else, what matters is that you're not waist deep in laundry because it works for you. It's time to separate your clothes by color or texture or maybe by family member or just 
throw the whole lot together, add some detergent, and press start. Figure out how to get that laundry done and start focusing on more important things in life than a pile of laundry that's dirty or mismatched socks in your bathroom. It is time to talk about our timer task again. I have finished two cupboards in my kitchen. I was painting the insides of them and they're done. I have more cupboards to do, but I'm so busy right now. That's a project for another day. I'm not going to think about it right now. A timer task is something that I need to get done maybe today. And today is my day off. So obviously I'm recording a podcast and I have a list that's about 20 things long. I'm probably not going to finish everything on my list and that's okay. Making a list helps me realize what's important, what I need to accomplish either today or this week or this month. So my timer task today, I've already written down all the things I need to get done, is I'm going to go through my list and maybe number the things and put them in the order of most important first and least important last, obviously. So that's it. Not that exciting today. I have a list of things that I need to get done. My timer task today is to look at the list and try and check off as many as I can. What is your timer task today? What have you been putting off? Do you need to clean a vent that you've been staring at for a long time? Do you need to clean your oven? Do you need to make some snacks, healthy snacks, so that you have something around the house so you're not grabbing Doritos when you're hungry? Whatever it is that you know you should do but you've been putting off, set the timer today, 10 minutes, All you need to do is just get started. Motivation will follow. I promise. Good luck. That's it for this week. So your task today or this week is to reassess your laundry room organization, your laundry routines. How's your laundry room look? Do you want to be in there? Maybe add a couple pictures, spruce it up a little bit. Do you have laundry all over your house? Do you need to change how you do it, when you do it, how you're doing it? Makes a big difference. Spend a little time thinking about that. And something I forgot to mention, but that's very important, is if you have so much laundry, it might be time to purge some of your clothes. If you have so many clothes, you'll have so much laundry. So that's the first important step. Get rid of the things you no longer wear that no longer fit first. And then come up with a better routine so your laundry is actually getting done. Good luck getting your laundry organized. Thanks for joining me this week on the Let's Unclutter It podcast. Have a fantastic rest of your week and good luck getting organized. Remember, the most important part of getting organized is making the time to do it and actually getting started. Happy organizing.